everybody. We're back. We're back. Hope everybody's doing well at this point. Yeah, happy, healthy, and all that stuff. And yeah. Well, as happy and as healthy as you can be at this point in time, right? Yep. You're getting ready for Today was the first day of spring. Yeah, you said that. That's good. It felt like the first day of spring. It was nice out, for sure. Yeah. It's something. I'm, I, it does something like I know the past three days, I think it was. We're told, okay, here's what the temperature is going to be. And nope, surprise, it's 10 degrees warmer. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, it. and it was supposed to rain today, and it didn't, so it was even nicer. That is. Oh, but you're here warmer than expected. You're here down in, uh, from what I understand, in um, Antarctica and just basically the uh, uh, frozen tundras as a whole. Mm -hmm. uh, temperatures are 35 to 50 degrees warmer than they're, when, than they're supposed to is be. Is that a good thing? No. No, it's <laughs> not. It's not a good thing at all. Why not? Because we're talking about uh, we're going to talk about tide changes. Uh huh. Of course, it's gonna that's gonna affect the temperature of the uh, seas around them. Right. Which is going to affect the biodiversity of the creatures that live mm -hmm. there. Um. So of course, I'd imagine quite a few would probably die off, or at the mm -hmm. very least, they're gonna have to travel elsewhere. It's basically it's going to this is. This kind of thing it happens over the course of or over the course of planets over the course of environments. Um, it's it's not great. Uh, it's going to really really upset things. Right. And basically the crazy weather and crazy wildfires and everything are going to get a lot worse. Down there or everywhere. Everywhere because oh. it's going to affect everywhere. Because if you have the temperature change, that's going to affect tide change too, which is going to carry the weather elsewhere. So. Yeah, it's going to affect everywhere, including us. Not us. Oh, yeah, us too. I mean, we're right off the ocean. <laughs> no. We're in New York City. Yeah, I mean, but we we're are, up high enough. We are. But the subways aren't. They're not. It's true. Maybe we'll be like Italy, have the gondolas. You know what? That, that might be. Bologna. <laughs> yes, maybe. But you get seasick. I do, but in a gondola, I think I'd be okay. You don't think so? I hope so. Have you ever felt uncomfortable, like seasick going out in a canoe? No. Okay. No, but I just don't like it. So it's like you're not quite seasick, but it's uncomfortable. Yeah, well, because it's just, you know, if I fall, you know, if it's nice, calm, like Delaware. Okay. Yeah, you know, I know I can swim okay. to the side and be fine. You know, it'd be fine. But, All right. You know, I don't, you know, like that whole... Um, rapid, you know, the people that... Oh, you don't want to do go whitewater rapping? No. no. That's, you know, kind of silly. I mean, I understand and appreciate the thrill, the adrenaline rush of it, but I it's... get my kicks above the water. <laughs> Sunshine. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's something like I saw, uh, I think it was like three or four days ago, I read, it was a brief editorial where it was a guy had written this about how, uh, it was his, uh, basically, uh, he faced death and experienced about how he and his friends would go whitewater rafting and how exciting it was. And he said, you know, when you're in your early 20s, of course, you're in your teens, that kind of thing, right. too. It's like, oh, yeah, I got to do this, and this is awesome. And I, I get it. I understand it. Yeah. I, I still have that. I'm not in my 20s anymore, but I still have that on someone. Like, yeah, yeah, let's just go do it. Right. But he said um, there's one point where he said they're um, – the, of course, they're whitewater rafting, and the rapids flipped the, uh, basically the raft that they're on, uh -huh. pulled him underwater, and the, this, these rapids were holding him against, he was pinned against a rock, 
by these rapids upside down. And no matter, he couldn't get loose. He just couldn't do it. And he said, the whole thing, he said, you hear about when um, you face death, right. your whole life flashes before your eyes. Mm-hmm. He said, it did. My whole life flashed before my eyes. And he said, I knew uh, this was going to be it. This was going to be the end. And then he said, basically, one of his other friends, who's also in addition to one of the ones loves uh, going whitewater rafting and everything, he's also a firefighter, he said. So all of a sudden, my friend, the firefighter, like he said, reached in, grabbed a hold of my leg, and pulled me out of the rapids mm. and basically got me on safe ground. And he said, his friend had said, I thought you were gone. Yeah, that's you were I under- saw this one yeah. video of this lady. She got stuck. Yeah. And the water was pushing her down. Yeah, just like what this guy Where she couldn't saying. get away. And she was trying to fight it. Yeah. And you you could actually see her getting yeah. just so tired. Yeah. Um, so basically, she just, like, had to stop fighting. Yeah. And let the waves take her. Yeah. So it did, and they, they started throwing this life thing at her. Because if she didn't catch it. Yeah. She would have. She probably would have She would have went over the waterfalls and got oh, killed. And yeah. And a set of rocks. And. She passed where they were. They had one more shot to throw it. Oh my god! And they and threw that's it. That's the one. And that's the one that she caught. And it was just something. And they dragged her in, and she was just. She said, "I felt, you know, you could see the exhaustion. Yeah, was setting in, or had set in. And yeah. that was the last shot because the rope wasn't long enough, and they weren't yeah. in a good footing, and. So, well, it's like you said, I remember you told our... No matter how uh, yeah. well you think you can have something. Yeah. Well, you've told our listeners, I remember before, about how riptides, about how if you get caught in a riptide, don't try to fight it. You're just going to wear yourself out and drown. Yeah. Just let it take you. No, not don't let it take you. Well, you want to... Swim to saying, the side. Swim to the side. It doesn't pull you to the side? Or no, pull it you takes out you out. Okay, you, you don't, don't want to get that. pulled no. out. No. So you have to swim mm-hmm. to the right or to the left. Okay. Yeah. You swim along the beach line. Yeah. Maybe 10 or 20 feet. Okay. Tops. Okay. And then you're fine. Wow. Now, I'm curious. Like, if you've got this riptide trying to pull you out, can you escape it going to the side? Yeah. Okay. That's, riptide is only about 10 or 15 feet wide. All right. So if you swim. One way or the yeah, other. One right way or left. the other. You swim along the uh, coastline. Man. That's it. It's good advice. Yeah. So if you ever get caught, get tied. Yeah. But of course, in the cases if you're in uh, in whitewater rapids, you can't swim right or left. No. It's just this is going to tear you apart. Just let the let the tide. All right. So generally, I'm sorry. It's less than a hundred feet wide. Okay. So swimming beyond it should not be too difficult. You can't swim out of the riptide. If you cannot swim out of it, float on right. your back and allow the riptide to take you away from shore until you're beyond the pull of the current. How wide is the riptide? No more than oh, eight. Oh, no more than 80 feet. Okay. Uh, that's still, that's a size, even, I was going to say, well, it's only 80 feet like that, that. That's still a sizable amount. See, but look, it says here, no, generally, it can't take you out more than 16 yards. Okay. So you only need to swim a short distance to try to get out of it, to the right or to the left. Okay. That's good advice. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. All you have to do is like this. If you were here, or yeah. you know, like that, just swim this way. Or oh, this right. way. You know? Just try to get out of its grasp. Yeah, because it's going like this. 
you know, it's however many feet wide. Man. So you just have to swim like this or like that. Hmm. But it's the whole panic thing. Yeah, oh, of course. You just want to fight. Like, no, no, you cannot yeah. fight this. <laughs> yeah, there's something. You may be the best swimmer in the world. You are going to get pulled out. You're going to get yeah, pulled out. You're the best swimmer in the world when you usually get themselves in that situation. Yeah. Hmm. So. Oh, yeah. But, um, so, uh, what's his face? Maury Povich, uh, his show's getting canceled now. Oh, okay. For 30 years. Is it just, no, is it canceled or is it just ended? Like it's coming I think it's end? just ended. Okay. You know, he had a good run. I mean, 30 years. So you no, know, he's doing the same fucking show. It's true. You know, how long can you do that show for? I don't know. He had an audience and that's, that's great. Yeah, but like. I mean, get yours, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's enough of that. I mean, it's, you know, what happens with Judge Judy, she got fucked. How so? Because she was getting paid like $45 million a year. Yeah. And then they canceled her, but they're just doing reruns now because they have so many shows of her. Oh, I believe it. So if you want to see Judge Judy, the new ones, she has a show on IMDb. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, because they could just rerun old Judge Judy's and not pay her anything. Why they not? They can get her out of syndicate because that could, you know, she keeps doing them and they're syndicating, she gets paid. But I guess for the old ones, she wasn't getting paid the way it was, the contract was written or something. That's a really crappy contract. Well, back in well, the crappy day, contract she's still worth 440 million. I mean, it's true. Which I'm thinking, is not too bad. No, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Okay. And Clarence Hospital's in the, Clarence Thomas is in the hospital. All right. Who likes symptoms? Let me guess, so it's not, it's not COVID. Can't be COVID, because he's concerned I don't know. Sucks. I don't know. Yeah. But he was. I'm, I'm being sarcastic. It's. Well, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't think he's an anti-vaxxer or anything. I just think. He's, he's been unfortunately part of the, part of the uh, GOP parody and the whole thing about. Um, I don't think, I don't think he's like that. Yeah. Well, his, uh, his wife was part of the uh, rally that uh, started the insurrection that started the coup oh, really? on January 6th. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. So the whole thing, like, oh, I don't think he's part of it. The whole, well, do they lead separate lives? Do they really lead separate lives? Are you telling me you didn't know your wife was part of this? I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's come out. And, of course, she's coming out saying, well, he didn't know that I was there. Mm-hmm. And we, le- again, saying the whole thing, well, we lead separate lives. That's it. Like, like no, that's that just, wow. Mm, I don't know, man. But, uh, anyway. Yes, Wishing and him the best. Wishing him the best. You know, hey, Jester. Thanks for joining us, Jester. Yeah. It's Doomsday Podcast. Right. Excellent. Is is it Doomsday or is it, I don't know, it kind of feels like a lot of times it's a different level of Doomsday at all points. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. I mean, our, our life is pretty amazing. But it there's is. there's a lot of chaos that's going on all around. There is. And but good news that there's gonna they're gonna permanently um approve a measure that uh no more daylight savings time, so that's cool. Okay, is it I saw that the Senate had passed it. I didn't see that the House had passed it yet. Yeah, I think the president just has to pass okay. it. And it's gonna be pretty uh pretty um you know, cut and dry. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I appreciate how it used to be something that was necessary when literally pretty much everybody was a farmer around. Mm-hmm. 
but that's not the case anymore. And even I wouldn't think farmers really need it at this point anymore. Nope. But I don't know. I'm not a farmer, so what do I know? Nope. So who knows? I mean, if yeah. you want to change it, I don't think it's really going to – I don't think it's going to make anything worse, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, you know what's funny? What's that? Um, yeah, there's the Kremlins. They call him the Dr. Olev or Oleg. How do you say this? Let me see. Oleg uh, Mat Mat. Right. looks like he's demanding that the United States or the United States return the uh, Alaska as well as Fort Ross, California, a small area in Sonoma County that was one point the Russia's empire southernmost outpost in North yep. America and was sold off in 1841 and also pay Russia reparations. You know, due, oh, to, due the, to our uh, sanctions on them. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, so I, he wow. said he's, you know, he's pissed off about that. And, um, so he goes, um, he wants to, you know, the money back in damages, even though Russia started the war, yeah. I say is, you know, they can have Detroit, oh, you know no. what I mean? But the others, oh. you know, no. Oh, that's terrible. There, you know. I don't know how much they're going to get out of it, but Russia can't handle Detroit. Yeah, that's the thing. They can they they can try to get in Detroit, but I I think they would get Detroit can fucked up pretty Detroit, quickly. Yeah, yeah. They Detroit. Would yeah, Detroit knows how to handle Detroit. Yeah, I don't think they get too far. Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's something. But I'm curious. I was thinking as you as you're saying this that this guy said this. I'm thinking he's got to be joking, right? Like, no, of course not. Well, yeah, I think I think it goes to show that. Oh, we're sorry, Kitty. That noise, that noise cut off the little man. I think it goes to show, you know, when they start saying stuff like that, how uh, hard up they must be. I would. Or think how much, how hard they must, hard up they must be getting. Oh yeah, from what I understand, there Russia as a whole is getting hit really, really hard. No, but us. like when you start talking that crazy shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you think of it though too. It's it's in line. It's like a bad, you know, relationship that you know when one breaks up with the other, another one's so hurt, and the other one's like, "Remember, I took you out to dinner like two weeks weeks ago." Yeah. What the fuck? You know. Yeah. Well, it's it's in it really is in line with the stand. Not just I was going to say, not just the Russian uh, Russian propaganda machine, like pro- dictatorship, autocracy pro- propaganda machines. They always. Run that way, the whole thing. Right. Yeah, so it's it's in line with it. I'm not terribly yeah. surprised. It's silly as it seems. It still seems like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I saw this. Okay, yeah. Uh, you know, NYPD's highest-ranking chiefs are now riding our riding our subways um, because our, our mayor had uh, actually, he's uh, actually installed a crackdown on subway crime. Um, everybody, what is it? It's going to yeah, be. Yeah, that's cool. And I, I appreciate it. Now, one thing I even noticed today, like on my way into work, uh, there are people sleeping all over the trains. Yeah. Um, I know that's one thing that era, that the mayor was saying about how we can't have this. Yeah. Well, that I, I get it. That's true. This this is a subway. It's not a homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. But this is a sign that there isn't enough housing. So, like, okay, that's great. Or you can't, you do can't this put mental where, patients like that in just yes. regular people's housing. Uh, yeah, you can't do that either, exactly. So it's the whole thing of, like, well, it's great. You can't do this. All right, where are you going to put people? Where yeah. can people go? But, yeah, it's you uh, were saying that um, dozens of uniformed police chiefs will be split into pairs to venture into the underground. Uh, they're going to be uh, two per eight-hour shift. 
Uh, let me see. Uh, there'll be more than 100 chiefs involved with this, including one, two, three, and four-star chiefs. They'll be required to sign in and out with the NYPD Transit Bureau before and after their scheduled celebrations. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens with it. Yeah, I mean, it'll be good. I mean, this way they're yeah, I think the mayor's doing a good job addressing everything. You know, it's it's a possibility. The only thing that makes me very uncomfortable is uh, about how it's it's not it's not called stop and frisk anymore. Mm -hmm. But I'm afraid some of his because he's putting on uh, say undercover units, uh, say growing the undercover units and having them go trying to get weapons off the streets. Yeah, empty gun. It's Sounding a lot like it's getting into stop and frisk again, no. which is unconstitutional. Oh, we had it here for years. That is unconstitutional. Yeah. I'm afraid that we're going to get into this. I'm hoping that that doesn't happen again, no. but we'll see. Yeah. So the whole thing, like, okay, maybe uh, having police on the train, maybe maybe it'll help, as long as it's not just going to turn into that. Again. Yeah, but as long as it's the higher ranks, at least they'll see it and maybe. they can report up the chain and everything. Maybe. So, we'll find out. But um, and it's kind of cool. South Carolina, I see, um, is now ready to carry out executions by firing squad. I saw that. The option was added after the state was unable to obtain the drugs necessary to carry okay. out lethal injections. Yeah. The Department of Corrections and, and a statement said, uh, the shootings begin once the Supreme Court approves the specifics of the measure. Oh. I think that's kind of cool. That's if I had to be sentenced to death. That's how I would want to go. It'd be quick. That's no, because sure. I think it's badass too, in a way. Okay. You know. I mean, it's definitely. I I I can respect that, but then I'm still thinking too. It's like, how do you really trust that uh, the people who are condemning somebody to death actually know what they're doing? And do you really expect that the person getting killed actually needs to be killed? I think I think you actually have a choice. Well, you have a have a choice whether you get executed or not. No, of you know of how. Okay. Now I can respect that if you have a choice of how. That okay, I could I could respect that, but still, then again, that's getting into the uh, the debate about the death penalty. Again, just as a whole, like I'm thinking the death penalty, like no. Nah. No, but if you if you if it's gonna be there, then yeah, well, I get it. I'm it's thinking, a quick way to die. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, it's fine because you can get 12 people to agree on anything. I think you're pretty much guilty. Maybe. But well, then seriously, if you think about it, 12 people. Which, it's difficult to get 12 people to agree on 12 anything. 12 people to agree on anything. I'm like, where you want to even go for lunch is yeah. impossible. Yeah. Never mind if you want to take someone's life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, who may or may not be guilty of something. Yeah. The only thing I'm thinking, too, is I don't, I don't think the juries are the ones who decide whether you're going to get committed to death no, I think or not. I think it's the judge that somewhere. does. Or some, sorry, some of them do. Maybe. That might be the case. You know, some of them do. Um, Probably a case-by-case -case thing. Yeah, because I think the way they stack the charges, Yeah. the jury can say guilty on... A lesser count just so he doesn't or she doesn't yeah. get the death penalty. Yeah. Yeah. You know? so. Well, it's like, yeah, a murder in the first degree, depending on where you're at, that's, there's a death penalty for that. Right, and then Insult, yeah. it could be. Manslaughter, no. Murder in the second degree, no, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's whatever one 
you know. Yeah. Because usually it's just not one charge. It's like four or five, and then, you know. Yeah. So I don't want to sit on a jury anyway. Yeah. I'm sure it would be interesting, but I wouldn't want to make a decision on somebody else's life like that. I, I don't disagree. I mean, I, I, on some level, I would want to sit on the jury because I feel like, well, at least I know if I'm there, I, I at least believe, maybe delusionally believe, I'm level-headed enough to make a just decision. But I would imagine that a lot of people believe that they're level-headed enough to do that. And a lot of people, I would think the majority of people are not level-headed enough to but make I a decision I think a lot like of that. people think like you think. Oh, yeah, I'll be the one to change people. Yes. Um, if they want to, like, put somebody to death, I'll be the one to change their mind. Like, no, You're no, the, you won't. You will be the one being swayed into, oh, no, we had to put this motherfucker to death yeah. after we saw what he did. Oh, yeah. You know, well, what he like, did to these kids or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, the movie 12 Angry Men. Great movie. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, there was the one guy who eventually, well, level-headed. Yeah. He talked to each of them individually, and they all yeah. realized basically about how this person that they were, except for this, everybody except for this one guy, was convinced, oh, this person is guilty mm-hmm. because, of course, he's a minority. So, of course, he's the guilty one. Right. Until, of course, going through step by step and realizing one at a time, like, no, actually, I don't know that he was guilty. Yeah. So it was all, but it's, yeah, that, that's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good movie, you know, cause, oh, especially because it was just so hot, like, they showed it was a southern courtroom and yeah. you just you put twelve people in a fucking box. Twelve white men. You know, in a box, twelve people yeah. in a box. It's that's, true. You know, hard wooden seats and yeah. all that. Oh yeah. Oh man, well I saw this here's uh, some other news too. I guess say speaking, uh, may she rest in peace. Uh, another again speaking of another model. Uh she's twenty three year old Russian model. Her name was uh, Greta Bedler. Uh, she called uh, Putin a psychopath and was then found in a suitcase. Her body was in a suitcase more than a year after she went missing. Uh, now, it's said now that her killing was unrelated to her criticism of Putin. I'm sure. I'm sure it was. <laughs> Just like Putin didn't send out uh, nerve agents. Right. Uh, agents with, uh, well, I was to say, his uh, KGB, or they're not KGB anymore. They're yeah. they're the new KGB with nerd agents to poison people all around the all around the UK, everything like that. Well, her boyfriend, actually, his name is Dimitri Korovin. Uh, he confessed to strangling her to death over financial issues. Um, but uh, let me see. There's a uh, I'm saying something else in here too. Uh, Moment. Uh, actually, one of her friends, Evgeny Foster, uh, uh, he's a blogger from UK's Kharkiv City, which they say cheers to the people of Kharkiv, still holding strong. Well, it's, it's back and forth. Like, Kharkiv says they're holding strong, and then the Russians say they, they claimed Kharkiv. So I'm hoping the people of Kharkiv are strong and doing well and still holding fast. Um, but either way, a blogger from uh, Kharkiv grew suspicious and asked a friend in Moscow to file a missing persons report. Um, I was going to say what, uh, her boyfriend had slept in the, had said he slept in the hotel room for three nights with her dead body, which was stuffed in a newly bought suitcase. Um, then he drove the suitcase to the, uh, uh, Lipetsk region in the western part of Russia and left the body for a year in the boot of the car. Oh. Yeah. 
Um, so that Russia's stunk, huh? I would think so. Yeah, it would. I'm sure. Um, but uh, basically, Russian media reported finding of the body mm. in the boot of the car on Sunday. Uh, let me see. He kept uh, her boyfriend, Mr. Corvin, had uh, kept apparently he kept posting photographs and messages on the model's social media to put the false impression that she was still alive. Yeah. Well, it's the same way, like, uh, what was his name? Brian Laundrie did with Gabby Petito. Yeah. Maybe making but, calls from her calls from her cell phone, trying to fool people into thinking that she was still around. It's the same kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, but it, you know, it damned if you do, damned if you don't. You think so? Yeah, because you know, if 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 I or if you went missing, yeah, you know, I I would do something like that, and then you know. Well, I have a feeling that if I went missing, you wouldn't be so cool as to just start posting on my social media. I have a feeling that you would be. Hey, pigeon. Yeah, thanks for joining us, pigeon. I have a feeling like you would be out of your mind trying to get trying to get me found, trying to find out where I went. Yeah. So it's the whole thing of like just. But see, that's what I'm saying. Everybody would react differently. Yes. So. It's true. You know. Uh, well, saw this. Here's an uh, interesting, uh, interesting thing. This was for California. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man in California, he pled guilty to stealing two bear cubs from a den. That's they were somewhere like they were less than four weeks old. That's for sure. Um, but there was a, what was found. He had apparently called in to uh, say his region of California had called in to basically. Uh, I don't know which uh, I should have written it down. I saw in the article, but basically called in to, you know, uh, nature, uh, like just basically nature was not nature reserves. But, uh, you know, the city, how, well, not the city, the, the state, how they handle mm-hmm. nature, how yeah. they handle the wildlife, all of this. He called in and said that he found these two um, tiny bear cubs on the side of the road. Yeah. Uh, well, when they actually sent out an agent to go look to see and he showed them, oh, this is where they were. They could not find any any nesting, no dens, nothing like that. No sign of the mother. Um, so they just started growing suspicious. Well, after a while, he admitted, okay, a friend of mine and I had actually stolen them from a den. Uh, they were in a den within, within a large tree that had collapsed over the side of a road. Um, they saw them there and basically scooped them up and brought them back. Uh, well, what it was said, uh, one of the people who was part of the um, uh, part of the organization uh, that had actually gone out and seen, like, okay, yeah, this, this you did not get them from this area. We know that they're not from this right. area where they come from. Uh, well, uh, the agent, they followed me home. I swear. Yeah, that's the case. Well, one thing that uh, the agent had said is that it's you see this frequently with when somebody uh, traps a wild animal to take home as a pet. Yeah. And then they realize in a certain amount of time that they can't handle this. Right. <laughs> so he said that's what it seems like that's probably the case. Um, so they said still there's no sign of the mother. Um, so who knows what happened with that. But either way, uh, these uh, two bear cubs, I would imagine, it didn't say where they were taking them. They, I would imagine they probably took them to a reserve to probably take care of them, maybe, maybe like a wild veterinary clinic, to, you know, take care of them for a while until they can re-release them into the wild. Yeah, I wouldn't. But do. yeah. Where if uh, let you go? Yeah, I don't know. I know if, that's how it usually if works. If they're if they're uh, too, um, they're not wild. That you know they took the wild out of them. You know. 
Yeah. I mean, since they were so little, I doubt it. Um, but well, who knows? It was away from the mother for how long? So. Yeah, so who knows? Like when they when they stole them from the den, was the mother close by somewhere? I doubt it because I think the mother would have ripped its. I would off. think so. Yeah. Yeah, usually they don't play it. It's mothers. Yeah. They'll fuck you up. Oh yeah, they will. They'll fuck the fathers up. Like. I was gonna say like nope, these are I was gonna say these are these are the young ones. These aren't going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. or did you see uh, there is a uh, a new airport? Actually, that was built in Mexico City. No. It's not in Mexico City, though. Why? It's like two hours away from Mexico City. It's the new airport for Mexico City. Mm-hmm. But it's the it's not uh, that's the big uh, that's the big outcry on this too. It's like why did you put it out here? It takes uh, well the uh, president, um, the new president of Mexico, had he was the one really behind it. He's saying, oh, this is great. We're going to. Uh, uh, we're going to make, of course, uh, going to be more accessible, and this is going to be really, really easy for people to get here. And basically, people are saying, no, this is not easy to get to. What only takes an hour and a half? Like, no, this takes at least two hours to get there. <laughs> yeah. um, but, of course, the president is saying, oh, I'm trying to remember his name now. Um, mm. it, it was right there. It's a sign that I am tired. Mm. Um, but either way, what he was saying is that uh, this is the, uh, these are the um, more wealthy countries trying to make him look bad. Mm. Like no, no, it just you put the airport in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, not in the wrong place. You just We're named just, it wrong. Yeah, this is, just call it something else. Oh man. You know. But yeah, but I found that funny. It's like yeah, you know, it's it's like okay, you know, we're gonna call this New York City. Uh, you're gonna call this New York City, and no, no, this is not New York City. You're in Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are in Mexico City, so it'd be, yeah, there you go. Well, we're not in Mexico City. We're in New York City. Yeah. <laughs> I saw today that um, there's an Idaho bill that uh, would allow a pregnant woman's family members to sue an abortion providers, but it includes a twist. It would allow a rapist's family members to sue the victim's doctor under the same proposal. What are you, Texas? Well, it's modeled after the Texas six-weeks abortion ban. It went into effect in September, but it's different, and it limits who can sue once a woman obtains an abortion. Under the Idaho law, the abortion providers um, can be sued by the patient, the father of a fetus, or their family members. Wow. The bill does include except, except, exception for rape or incest, although it forces women to file a police report and provide it to a physician if a woman fails to do so before an abortion rapist's family members could sue and collect damages and the damages start at twenty thousand dollars wow so you know that's actually terrifying yeah and the ban actually uh is around six weeks and actually a lot of women don't even know they're pregnant at six weeks yeah you know that is absolutely terrifying well I don't think it's law yet, but it's still, it's like, holy shit. And the fact that it's gotten this far. Yeah. On a lighter note, that uh, there's an, an actor, uh, Kevin Sorbo. Yeah. He used to do that TV show, Hercules. Oh, okay, yeah. On his Twitter account, he put on uh, a post. Remember when <laughs> we treated the flu with tea, soup, and saltines of, instead of communism? You know, 
Um, and he's kind of a, a conservative 90s era actor. Um, and he's been known in recent years for his equally hot takes on COVID-19 vaccines and parroting right-wing conspiracy theories. Of course he is. So some of the <laughs> responses were great. Let me see. What were some of the responses? Okay, jerkily. Ah, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yes. Yes. Remember? Remember when they used to treat polio with an iron lung instead of a vaccine? Yep, there you go. <laughs> this is my favorite, though. How do you feed and wipe yourself? <laughs> that was the best. Oh, that, that was the coup de grace. That, that was. Man. That was the whole line. Wow. Well, I'm even just thinking too, like he's saying about how. Remember how we when we used to treat the flu with tea, uh, soup, and and saltines instead of communism. Right. Wait. Where where do they treat the flu with communism? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm I'm really I honestly don't know this. Does does anybody know where the flu is treated with communism? I don't know. But that was so funny. I read <laughs> that. How do you treat and wipe yourself? I gotta say though, I gotta say that. Okay, Jerkulies. Jerkulies, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. They're all they're all working. Yes, those are excellent. So yeah, cheers went, to the communists. You know, so if you want to read more, find that guy. Uh, um, <laughs> I forgot his name already. Uh, Kevin Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo. Go to his Twitter. And look up that post and, then, and look at the responses. That's that's the some kill some time on that. Excellent it's worth responses it. for that. It is worth it. Oh wow. That's funny. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, that was a big young kitty cat. What do you got over there? Well, I got this. I, I saw this and I'm uh, I definitely I could see how uh, this could be uh, this could be packaged this way. Uh, about a discussion about how a new Iron Curtain mm -hmm. is being formed around, oh. basically around uh, Russia. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I know, I uh, know, Kitty, I know. In case you didn't hear that, Major Buttons just had something to say about that, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, of course, the uh, article I'd read was talking about how, it's, uh, in this case, it's because basically the whole world is sanctioning sanctioning Russia, except for a few countries, are sanctioning yeah. Russia and really cutting them off from the uh, from the worldwide economy, which is understandable. It's like you're committing war crimes. No, you can't. This is not playing games as usual. You, this, you can't do this anymore. Uh, so it's just I found that interesting saying about how this is we've seen uh, this is the start of the end of um, uh, the end of the end of the Cold War. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. The end of the end of the Cold War. Any. Any um, strides they made in the last 20 years, 30 years? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been 30-some years since the Berlin Wall fell. Right. And uh, things were getting better. Uh, but then, uh, of course, that's something Putin uh, definitely has a hard-on for uh, just constantly saying about how uh, bringing back the USSR. And he's talked about how when, when the Berlin Wall fell, and the Soviet Union collapsed. He calls that the uh, uh, the biggest catastrophe of all time. Really think that's the biggest catastrophe of all time? Mm. There there aren't bigger c catastrophes you can think of. So he's constantly talking about how oh he's going to bring back the U.S. The good old days. Yeah, bring back the good old days, which yeah. were not so good for 
pretty much anybody except for a very, very few number. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's, it's interesting. Like, oh, yeah, bringing back the Iron Curtain, it's just in a different way this time. Yeah. Oh, saw this, too. Um, of course, sending, uh, sending love and wishing well to anybody connected to this. Uh, there were actually, in Belgium, six people were killed by, it was a, uh, there was more than one person in this car that drove in to a parade of people. Oh boy. Um, I didn't, couldn't find anything about, I saw that, well, it was an accident. It wasn't considered terrorism, but then I couldn't find anything about specifically what had happened. Like, was it, did literally whoever was behind the reel accidentally drive in? What, yeah. what happened? I couldn't find anything about this. Yeah. Um, so wishing well for, uh, loved ones, uh, you know, friends, family of the people who were killed. And of course, all the people who were injured too. Yeah. Because apparently there were like at least 150 people in this group following a parade. That's part of this festival, part of this carnival, and the car just drove into them. Yeah, I don't like parades. Not so much? Well, no, because there's no, you know, it's, you're kind of crammed in to one spot and, you know. Oh, you don't like being in a parade? No, I don't like anywhere that, you know, there's nowhere to, you know, kind of get out of. Okay, yeah, I get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just very tight, kind of, you know. Um, and surrounded by too many people? Yeah. Okay. You know? I do. I can respect that. But, yeah, you know, you, I always needed my escape route. Yeah, I get it. You know? I know it sounds silly, but just like when, it I, doesn't. when I drive a car, I always back in to a spot. That way you can get out quick. Hey, Tammy. Thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. But I was back into a spot because if just in case I need a, you know, quick getaway. You can pull out quicker than you can back out. I do. I do. But I tend not to pull out. So I have three kids. Ah, uh, they're not. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it looks like Hunter Biden screwed. Oh, uh, what happened? Like, I guess he, uh. I've heard him mention my other tax fraud goes. going on. Oh, and, boy. You know, um. You know, he's going to be indicted, probably. And with, and, and with tax fraud, I'm curious, what specifically? Well, I guess he didn't report a lot of stuff. Oh, boy. You know, yeah, and he made some good. crooked deals with somebody in Ukraine. You know, like, he sits on a board of directors that you don't have to ever attend. Okay. You know what I mean? Just, you know, usually that happens all the time because it's like, if, you know, Hunter Biden's dad's president now. Yeah. So if you get his idiot son and pay him $500,000 a year to do nothing, yeah, you're going to look favorable upon this company. And okay. And you're going to give it some kind of leeway, Yeah. you know, as far as our companies go. Yeah. Or anything that might go their way. Yeah. So it's funny because every time I see a picture of him, of Hunter Biden, yeah. he looks like a, a doofus of Steve Carell. Like sometimes Steve Carell oh. could look like a doofus if he tries. Yeah, he, he's an but, actor. Yeah, he's an actor, but I'm saying he, like in the office, he would look like such a doofus when he wanted to. Yeah. And that's the way Hunter Biden looks most of the time in oh, regular man. life. Oh. But, I don't know. Yeah, it was cool the uh, cosmonauts arrived at the International Space Station wearing a uh, Yellow and blue? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. 
Oh, but did you see Moscow is now saying, like, spokespeople in Moscow are saying, no, no, they, that's not why they wore yellow and blue. I'm sure. I'm sure that's the case. I'm yeah. sure they're 100% behind your illegal war, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But that's, that's mad cool that they yeah. do that. Very mad cool. It's something like uh, Russians outside of Russia are clearly against this war. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, which I, I saw this too. Uh, well, of course, this has already been out for a while. Like if you, uh, you can help, uh, if you want to help people of Ukraine, you can book, uh, like Airbnb, uh, for oh, yeah, different, I saw that. yeah, different homes or different apartments, different condos within Ukraine. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter whether you're going to stay there or not. Book it and pay for it. It's giving money to the people of Ukraine, which is nice. Right. Even actually Airbnb now. Has a site. If you look up, uh, if you look up, help Ukrainian Rus uh, help Ukrainian refugees or help Ukraine refugees, Airbnb, Airbnb specifically has a page up now that says, "All right, yes, uh, you can uh, book. You can book. Here's the, here's the page directly for Ukrainian people, Ukrainian citizens. You can book their locations here, right here. They're all right here collectively, which is great. Or you can even donate to them here." You, um, if you don't want to book, you can donate to, uh, we've got the page that you can send it to as well. So that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah. But even there's also, there's the International Rescue Committee and uh, UNHCR. There are so many different options as far as being able to help. Yeah, but just find a good, reputable one. Agreed. If you're going to give money. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of fraud ones out there. I would think so. You see, they, I saw they had... um. Uh, some bulletproof vests they were going to send over to Ukraine, All right. here in New York, but somebody stole them. Oh. <laughs> of course. Are you serious? Of course they did. That's crappy. It's like, we're in New York. We're better than that. Come on. Well, apparently not. Well, you know, the, uh, it was the uh, cops got new vets, vests out in Long Island, so they donated them, you know, and they were going to be... Uh, Sent away. And somebody stole them. What an a-hole thing to yeah, do. Yeah, they went into the, uh, I guess, the consulate where it was at. Uh, with, you know, there's a few guys, and they loaded up the one van. Yeah. Left and came back with another van and took the rest. Yeah. And since they got into the consulate for this, I'm going to guess it was an inside job. Probably, probably. they had the balls to, like, come back. What a garbage thing to do. Yeah, well, Ugh. you know. Oh man. What else you got? Uh, that's about it, except, oh, well, this, um, I did see this. This is an old one. I, I don't think we ended up talking about this the other day. Um, you told me this, uh, I think a couple of weeks ago. In the 1960s, actually, uh, Heineken bottles, as in the beer bottles, were designed specifically uh, in the right shape to function as bricks for housing as well, too. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. they're called. They were called the Wobo bottles. Um, Alfred Heineken, who one of the um, uh, one of the founding members of Heineken Beer Company, had this idea about well, yeah, we can have our uh, we can have our drinks in here, mm -hmm. and then you can actually take these and use these for housing, which is great. And uh, I've seen the pictures. Yeah, they're very rectangular. Right. No, of the well, if you like Google. Yeah. Heineken. Um, Bottles, yeah, homes, or whatever. Look at Wobo bottle. W-O-B-O -O bottle. Oh, yeah. And Snopes, mm -hmm. you could find it. You can. Well, it's something. Even Alfred Heineken had built himself a greenhouse. That is so cool. With those Wobo bottles. But apparently oh, yeah. several hundred thousand or at least, uh, at least a few hundred thousand were made. 
And then the company decided it wasn't worth making them. It just wasn't worth the price. So they stopped making them. Oh, was this after the old man died, probably? I'm not sure, actually. I know it didn't happen That's gorgeous. Oh, wow. Look at that. That is gorgeous. That is absolutely gorgeous. There's this gorgeous here. Let me see. I'll open that up. It's on Groovy History. Yeah, Groovy History. Um, Heineken's Wobo Bottle Design Party. Yeah, there's a, I can say, scrolling down again. This is so cool. Oh, it's not on the now. Yeah, of course it's not. All right, let me see. There we go. But yeah, there's that beautiful picture. Yeah, it's the same thing again. This beautiful home with this, uh, again, underneath is all Wobo bottles. Uh, there are Wobo bottles all around this wow. combination of Wobo bottles and bricks. And actually, it's gorgeous. Jeez. And that green roof to go with it, too. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yep, there you go. That's a, actually that one. It's a Buddhist temple in Thailand. It's wow. made of recycled beer bottles. That is so cool. What a beautiful Look at temple. Man. Okay, let's see. It's the, here, let me see. It's the uh, Wat, Wat Pa Maha. Wait, Wat Pa Maha Chedi. It's a Buddhist temple in Thailand. Here, I'll, I'll type that in. Um, as soon as I can comment. There we go. Huh. Right, it's called the... Uh, what pa maha what was it called again it's gone now no i got it what pa maha chitty the type in vocal bottle too yes all right typing it in right now that is absolutely gorgeous. What a beautiful temple. Yeah. But yeah, I just typed it in this comment. That's uh, what it is. It's Wat Pa Maha, uh, Wat Pa Maha Chetty. Not Chetty, no, Chetty. Oh, it it uh, auto-corrected me on this. There we go. What a beautiful temple. Yeah. So pretty cool. But yeah, they'd uh, made they made a lot of these bottles, and then the company, uh, the Heineken board, had apparently decided, oh, it's not worth it's not worth making these anymore, so they stopped. Yeah. Which seems really unfortunate because could have probably well, that's one thing that uh, Alfred Heineken had said: we could solve a, like the massive part of the housing crisis. Because these are available. We use these, and then we can reuse them again. Yeah. Mm. That is something that is so cool. It is. I agree. And, um, yeah, Dodo Bird is making a comeback, too. Oh, yeah? Oh, let me look at this. Yeah, you typed that up here. Dodo Bird, uh, it may make a, con- a comeback in the near future after recent confirmation from one scientist that the extinct animal's genome has been fully sequenced. How about that? Yeah, it's something. Uh, yeah, it was first seen, of course, here's the history of it. Uh, dodo birds were first seen uh, by Dutch sailors on the Indian Ocean. Uh, this was on the island of uh, Mauritius in the late 1590s. Um, by the middle of the next century, it had vanished from that island, having been hunted to extinction by humans and dogs. Uh, it also uh, suffered a loss of its natural habitat due to travelers coming to the island. Um, 
Now, of course, this is saying about how there's been speculation about whether it could become de-extinct via some DNA technology. And it seems like that may be what's happening. Um, yeah, let's see. UC Santa Cruz evolutionary biology professor Beth Shapiro, meanwhile, told the Royal Society this week that a working group of scientists had fully sequenced the bird's genome. Quote, unquote, yes, the dodo genome is entirely sequenced because we sequenced it. It's not been published yet, but it does exist, and we're working on it right now. Huh. Pretty cool. Yeah. She spoke about that during a webinar. So I'm curious, like too. Yeah, okay, you've got this, uh, you've got the DNA sequence. Um, of course, uh, there's the way to do it. Is, do you need, to, is there something you need to do about having to put this in an egg? Or does this automatically happen? Can this be a test tube thing? I, I would imagine that's going to be the whole thing about finding out. They're, they're finding out, too, what to do. Yeah, it's a work in progress, I think. Yeah, but that's pretty cool. Uh, it does seem pretty cool. Yeah. Good stuff. I didn't even know the dodo bird you know, was ever extinct or whatever. Oh, yeah, it's been extinct for a long time. Yeah? Yeah, it's been, that's one of those, uh, at for least for decades that I knew of in my lifetime. I always remember hearing it, even being a little kid, it's always, but yeah, it's, uh, no, but the, it, did it die out on our watch? No, like long, like before us, um, before me, before you, too, from what I understand. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's uh, something. It was always the whole thing about how uh, the dodo bird was the poster child for extinction. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So if we bring it back, you know, I guess we're going to have to do it with other stuff. Maybe, yeah. or I, I, who knows? Could be, could be other stuff. Uh, but then I'd even wonder too. Uh, well, you have the the genetic sequence. Uh, I would imagine the uh, female with the right genetic sequence would probably have the biology to be able to lay eggs. You uh, think? I don't know. But I was gonna say, I have no idea. Yeah, it'll probably. I'm not a biology bio, biology scientist, so yeah. yeah either way, it's I'm not a scientist cool. at all. Be cool. I agree. But yeah, I'm looking on um, all over for the Wobo bottle. Yeah. You can't even buy them. Oh no, it's been uh, at least since the 1960s. They were they were uh, stopped. I know, but usually you can buy stuff like that. Oh, like uh, like vintage. You, yeah, you could buy anything usually. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. I would imagine it's probably going to be uh. To find them, it's probably going to be a uh, rather high price because it's such a rarity. Well, I'm saying I can't find, like on eBay, there's nothing on eBay, there's like nothing, there's nothing nowhere. What do you hear? Like there's this one picture where it's a room. Yeah. Built of Volvo bottles and it looks very. Yeah, with light behind it. Yeah, with the light behind it. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, even here. Looks very uh, 70s. Yeah. Oh, wow, look at that. Wow. Yeah, seriously, everybody, look up Wobo bottles. It's in W-O-B-O. -O. Yeah, there's artwork created by it. Yeah, that's a cool piece. Yeah, oh, man. Uh, there are uh, greenhouses created by it. There's so many. There's that temple. Um, what is it? Wa-ha-ma-ha-chedi. Yeah, temple in uh, Thailand, sounding like an ignorant American, I can't even <laughs> pronounce it, 
Um, either way, there's so many beautiful buildings that are created with these. Hey, Mr. A. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Mr. A. It's so good to see you. We're doing well, Mr. A. We're just doing it every people. Sunday. We are. Because we're busy, busy people during the week. We are. Now that the, uh, you know, well, it's not over, but. Oh, it's definitely not over. You know, the lockdowns, they're not doing the lockdowns anymore. Yeah. It's true. But how are you doing? Hope your all is good in your world, Mr. A. Yeah. We were just talking about Wobo bottles. Yeah. You know, the Heineken Wobo. That's so cool. W-O-V-O. Those things are badass, man. Just the things you can do with them. Yeah. They look actually um, like a Jägermeister bottle in some way. Uh, okay, Mr. A says, fan-fucking-tastic. Right on, Mr. A. Yeah. Very good. Fan-fucking-tastic indeed. Hopefully you've stayed healthy through everything. Huh. Yeah. I see. Yeah, it's, uh, they have it in the Smithsonian, the Wobo bottles. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And Buddhist uh, Temple. Yeah. I don't know why it took us to them, but. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. You have to say that page it took you on was nothing to do with the Wobo bottle. Right. Hmm. Boy, that's something, man. It is. That is so cool. Hmm. And that's the thing. When he took a trip, I guess the uh, owner had started the company. That Alfred Heineken, yeah. Yeah, he's, they were later, later, later in his life, everybody just called him Freddy. Um, mm -hmm. Took a trip to uh, Caraco, and every 15 feet he saw on the beach, there'd be just Heineken bottles everywhere. So he figured, you know, the amount of waste that was coming, you know, due to the lack of infrastructure mm -hmm. and, you know, how he could help, he uh, figured he would solve these problems of a brick that holds beer. What a great idea. Yeah. Oh, Mr. A just said, I caught the vid around Labor Day and I was down for a week, but all good sense. Oh, happy to the hear vid. you're doing all right. COVID. Oh, shit. Yeah. Do you have any of the, do you have any of the long COVID? Because I know some of the people, several of the people I've worked with have gone through long COVID, and then others of them haven't. Some I mean, have had son it, had it fine. He's fine. That's good. I know a couple of people I worked with over the summer uh, had caught it over a year before, still couldn't taste anything, still mm. couldn't smell anything. It's it's tough. When it hits you hard, if you get long vid, it's long. <sighs> so hopefully you haven't don't have long COVID. Yeah. I would imagine all good sense is probably a sign that you probably don't have long COVID. Hmm. Let's see, looking at these bonus facts. Soon after Freddie Heineken turned 18, his family ended up selling much of their stake in the company, even though his father and later Freddie himself were board members for years after. Uh, in 1954, Freddie pulled off a coup. He borrowed money and secretly purchased on the public markets a large enough stake in the company to make himself a majority shareholder, bringing control back to the family. All right. And in 1983, Good year. he was kidnapped. Oh, wow. And he was released after his captors were given 35 million Dutch guilders. That's about $20 million. Accounting for inflation, it's about $45 million. 
and uh, all five kidnappers were eventually brought to uh, justice. It says there's a fictionalized movie about the kidnapping. I'm curious what movie that is. It's uh, Heineken Kidnapping. Okay. Hmm. Five, four and a half stars. All right. It's fictionalized, but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. That might be something interesting to watch. Yeah, sure. And I'm curious if it's in Dutch. Because it yeah. said that it's in English with English subtitles. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, I'm surprised that you can't. It's so pop. I guess that was so popular. You can't even buy, a, you know, a bottle of it. Yeah. You know, like a used bottle. There's people, you know, they people are hoarders, you know. Yeah, you know, I could see that. But I would just even think more about it. It's, you would think that this was such a great idea. So why did the board just decide, like, nope, nope, this isn't a good idea. We're not going to do this anymore. Because they probably, you know, heard from, like, the brick companies or whatever. Ah, uh, like, there you go. So. But, man, that is something. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But I wonder, man. Wow. It was square, too. Look at that. Yeah. Literally, they could be used as blocks or bricks. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It goes to show you. It does. Yeah, look at that. There's, like, no gaps in between it. None. It fit right in. Yeah, seriously. Look up Wobo bottles. You'll see it. Man, one would fit right in yeah. to the bottom of the other and... They're like building blocks. Yeah. They're glass building blocks. That is cool shit. Yeah, I agree. Man. Hmm. I guess you could do it again. I'm sure. Look at that in architecture.com. That is awesome. Yeah. Man. I would even think, of course, being an engineer, I would think your dad would appreciate that too. Yeah. Just the mathematics of it. Sure. That's fine. Hey, did you guys know you can put photos in the chat? Only the host can. Oh, really? That's cool. What do you want us to put photos of? Probably a photo of a Wobo bottle. Oh, okay. I think that's probably it. All right, yeah, so do that. Let me try to get it in here. All right. Because we're, we're doing this on my phone at the yeah. same time because we haven't gotten the uh, mics and everything fixed up yet. All right, here, just a moment. Okay. There we go, okay. I will... Yeah, let me download this photo and then, then be able to add it. Oh, can't actually download this one. Never mind. Actually, I can do a screenshot. There we go, that got it. 
Okay, now I'm going to add it. Oh, thanks for liking the show. Okay, let me see. Where do we add? Uh, do you just add that as part of the comment? Yeah, oh, I see. Just part of the comment. Yeah. Here we go. There it is. And here are actually a few of them. There are a few pictures in here that show you what it looks like. Yeah, that's two right. different pictures of them. They go together literally like uh, like blocks. Yeah. They connect together. They sit on top of each other. It's pretty cool. Very cool. Thanks for telling us, Mr. Ray. Yeah. Did not know that. Did not know that. Well, once we get it going on the computer again. We will. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. When we're not so sleepy, right? <laughs> yeah, we've got a lot, a lot on the plate. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But good stuff. Yeah, we're getting there. We are. High five on that. High five. But what do you think? That's enough? I feel like that's enough for tonight. All right. I've got to be up 4 a.m. tomorrow morning, so. Yep. Oh, and Mr. Ray said that would make that a cool, relaxed cool backsplash. Yes, it would. You're absolutely right. I agree on that. So definitely, yeah, I was going to say, if you look up, uh, I'm going to type it in, too. If you look up Wobo Bottles, You'll be able to find lots of pictures of this um, so that there are plenty of them, uh, plenty of pictures you could use as uh, as backsplashes. There we go. All right. Just just typed it in right there. All right. So you want to you want to wrap it up? Yeah. yeah. OK. Well, thanks again for joining us, Mr. A. And everyone else. Of course, matter. we appreciate it. And hope all of you stay healthy. And we'll see you guys next week. Yes. Yes, we will. All right. Bye, everybody. Take care, everybody.